Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nisi Lexi as we go live virtually from around the globe to bring you one of the best talents from artists, business owners, musicians, and all that you have. Today, we have with us our guest today is uh, joining us for the virtual studio. He is the one and only Justin Zing, which is also known for his stage name, Zinga J. He's a South Sudanese Australian based hip hop artist as well as a rapper and is known for his hit single, Inangero. And today we'll be discussing his journey as an artist and also his venture as a businessman. Plus, we're gonna get an exclusive insight on one of his latest music videos dropping in April. Without further ado, please help us welcome Zynga. The first time to Nisi Lexi, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. God damn, that intro was nice. Hey. <laughs> Nice. Um, welcome to our show. So before we start, I just want to get our Canadian audience and also some of the audience that we have from around the globe. Who is Zynga? Tell us. I wish you prepared me for this question, man. <laughs> uh, Zynga, Zynga is just an ongoing person at the moment, you know? Zynga is someone, is some just an energy, you know? Mm -hmm. Is that energy that just it's a vibe? Like, as soon as when he walks into a room, there is Zynga still, you know, developing. So, Zynga is never complete, still ongoing. <laughs> Amazing. So, how did you come up with that name, Zynga? Like, where did it start from? Is that, um, how did you come up with that state name? Tell us the story. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'm good at telling stories, but yeah, Zinga, that name is uh, is my surname because my my first name is Justin Zinger. Mm -hmm. I mean Justin, and then Zinger is my surname, and then all of a sudden, thingy when we first came to Australia, thingy uh, yeah, went to school over here, obviously. Soon as when uh, soon as when I had to introduce myself, that oh, my name is Justin Zinger. All the kids, all the kids back then, they're like. Zinga, some of them laughed. They're like, Zinga Burger. <laughs> so from there, every time when the school, the, the thing, uh, the teacher will be doing the attendance, they'll be like, oh, Zinga J. Huh? And then I'm like, what? Oh, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's me. I keep forgetting because, you know, with the, at, with the school attendance, they actually call the first name last. Yeah. They, last name first so therefore i'm like mm, that's actually a nice name you know <laughs> it just grew up onto me like i came up with other musical stage names and all that stuff but none of them actually fitted me just like they my name zinger j you know so mm -hmm. from there i'm like you know this, this actually sticks and when people say it it actually sounds nice i like it <laughs> so, uh, so that's how I came up with the stage name, Zynga yeah. J. Oh, yeah. There it is. So, Zynga, uh, we wanted to know 
basically, obviously, you've been singing and rapping for almost over a decade. How did you get into the whole um, music industry? Eesh, man, that was a journey. That was a journey. <laughs> like, eesh, this, this starts way back in Africa. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, I don't know if you lived in a village where there's those campfires now and then, <laughs> you know. And then back at home, I used to play the, it, it, I made a flute out of a pai thingy leaves. Mm-hmm. out of the purple leaves and then from there you know you cut holes and then here you are you be I, I was just you know playing it during the campfire and whatnot and then from there my, my father was like hey you know how about you how about you try and sing this you know how about try singing i'm like all right <laughs> give it a try <laughs> he taught me some few <laughs> uh, trust me i sounded so horrible that even the neighbors next door <laughs> so broke down they all moved away. <laughs> but yeah, singing, singing, singing began a long time ago for me. Like when I came to Thingy Australia, all of a sudden I started listening to those of Michael Jackson. I wanted, I wanted to sing like him, but damn, that nigga can, that guy can hit high pitches, man. That guy can hit high pitches. <laughs> I tried, like I said, <laughs> I got handed, a, you know, a letter just saying that, please stick to your <laughs> day job, whatever's going to be done sing. But yeah, from there, I just pushed myself singing, singing, singing until mm-hmm. I got that voice mm-hmm. from, from, you know, from singing, all of a sudden I was winning school contests and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then from there, all of a sudden, you know, when puberty hits in, <laughs> that's when you was laughed. So started listening to major artists, those of DMX, Tupac, Eminem, but and then Tupac caught my, you know, caught my attention in uh, delivering lyrics. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like. This guy, for him, he was storytelling, always something consistent that is connected to someone else's lifestyle, whether you're, whether you're a thug or whether you're just a normal person or whether you're, you know, feel free rich or you're struggling. You know, he, he actually captured each and every single story in all his content, you know? Mm-hmm. So from there, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to switch into rapping. Okay. So got into rapping. All of a sudden, uh, after school here, I am, you know, bumping and grinding with my homeboys and whatnot. We're just, you know, hitting the vibes. So one time, <laughs> I told I told my homeboys, which is my cousins and my friends, I'm like, one day I'm actually going to record my voice onto a CD. You know, that was a dream back then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know Africans, the way they laughed. <laughs> They're like, listen, this is good fun. Let's just leave it to this. You talking about TV? <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I'll actually do it one day. I'll do it. Uh-huh. And then yeah, shortly down the track, uh, I met a few friends on the bus. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to the studio. Have you heard our new song? I'm like, what song? No, I didn't. They played it to me, you know, one of those days of infrared Bluetooth. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is good. 
you know and then i'm like what do you guys record they're like oh we're going to the studio right now and then i'm like oh wait i gotta be home at this time but oh well this is music i want to go so I went to the studio with them. I saw the way they were, you know, killing music, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. From there, I'm like, oh, okay. So I go to the, the producer's number, and then I'm like, are you able to put my voice on CD? He's like, I can do, I can put your voice onto everything. I'm like, yeah, but I want the CD. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so from there. I said, thingy, I started yeah, writing songs from there. You know, I was writing songs and whatnot. As soon as when I finished writing one song, I went to the studio by myself just to try. I do not want, I, you know, I don't want the homeboys laughing at me when I'm on the set. <laughs> so when I recorded my first song on the city, <laughs> I came to my homeboys, to, you know, my friends, my cousins, my homeboys. I'm like, look at this. This is a city with my name on it. <laughs> So then, like, no, yeah, you can write your name on anything nowadays. You know that. And then I'm, no, 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 but I'm inside the CD, my voice. <laughs> so when I played it to them, they're like, whoa. I'm like, oh, yeah, now you, remember I told you? <laughs> so that was the journey of me getting into the music industry. <laughs> oh, wow. This is, it's, it, it's super amazing to see, like, just from you creating your own musical instrument and then getting encouraged to like sing and finally like finding your journey through like the whole thing it's it's i know you try to make it really funny but it's just a lot of inspiration behind it i love it because <laughs> i can actually resonate with with you a little bit um growing up when i was in high school because everybody was trying to sing i don't know what it is but all teenagers things that they all want to be beyonce's or like the bow wows and the little romeo uh-huh. i have a soundcloud i'm one of them so i have a soundcloud account that i i refuse to share <laughs> hey, I was gonna say, what is it <laughs> even the viewers want to know <laughs> but, like, tell her to put it up <laughs> But that just goes to show, you know, singing was always like something funny to do, but I, I don't have the singing gene. As as far as I went with singing is just being in a choir in church, and that was it. <laughs> hey, at least, well, I sang at church one time. <laughs> I can I can hit a note, you know, when, I, when I'm having my own pri- private moment, I can hit a note, but that's... Oh, my, <laughs> I am my own Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it's amazing to see like you know just kind of like your journey where you grow up and how like over the years you're able to not only put your name on the cd but actually <laughs> make new music videos and capturing a lot of great things and speaking of music video you also uh launched one of your uh, hit single uh Inangero, which is like one of the your most viewed video you have on YouTube. Can you tell us about how did you come about that song and what was the inspiration? Well, that song actually, to be honest, like, oof. <laughs> Coming up with that song, like, I was getting out of a relationship when I wrote that song. <laughs> Artist. <laughs> Man, I'll be honest with you, being a musician, 
<laughs> it's the most impossible thing ever. <laughs> but you gotta sacrifice. But anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> I was getting out of a relationship. And then from there, my whole time when, uh, you know, me going through that phase of getting heartbroken, if that's even if I had a heart, but yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, so all of a sudden I was getting out of a relationship and it was hurting me, you know, every morning you wake up and then you feel empty and then sometimes at night you can't sleep and and then it just gives you that, you know, little reflection about the whole time you were in a relationship. What was, it's like, it's like, what was that noise that just kept on, kept on reminding you, kept on reminding you. And then I'm like, oh, you know, <clears throat> the whole time I was in that relationship, the, the reason why things wasn't going the way it was supposed to be is because she was fully ready to get married you know and committed and yet here i am i'm just trying to find my way into finance and everything else you know of course for us men we think about financing first before the whole entire relationship we'll be dating yeah yeah hi hey, hey. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then as soon as when a woman is fully connected to you you're like okay now I got to get my stuff together, you know? <laughs> so as soon as when I got out of that relationship where she she constantly would give me hints and this and that, and then I'm like, yeah, it will happen. Just give me time, you know? Reason with me, give me time. We'll get there. <laughs> but then as soon as, soon as when I thought I were about to get there, mm -hmm. We got into the wrong ends. Oh. You know, for me, for her, all of a sudden, yeah, from there, I'm like, okay. My friend was like, Zinger, I know you're the best rapper. I mean, best lyric musician rapper in a, so far in Australia, to his <laughs> point of view. I'm like, hmm, in Australia? Oh my God. How come I haven't won an award, nigga? <laughs> Sometime <laughs> soon. So, yeah, so he's like, "How about you try something in your language? If you, if you, if you, if you can write songs in English and people are connecting with it, why don't you write one in your language?" And then I'm like, "Actually, to be honest, that's a good idea because mm -hmm. that was a whole challenge. I could speak the language, and the language was already fading. And then I'm like, let me see." you know let me actually try writing music in our language mm -hmm. so all of a sudden introduce me to a nice good beat you know unless here i am you know i'm like mm, this is nice and then it's like oh don't write anything in english write it in your language and then i'm like i can't even i can't even spell my name in my language <laughs> what you know about <laughs> so as a musician you know how it is Sometimes for us, we have to, to get the vibe. We have to get the, the alcohol into the system. So as soon as we, for me, I yeah, had a few shots and then I'm like, okay, now the language is coming back, is reloading, is buffering. <laughs> so this guy, I thought that he was joking around. He goes and switches the studio on. Mm -hmm. So and then from there, you know, the beat came in, doof, 
dude. And then I'm like, so therefore it's like what i just said in english this girl this girl this girl wants to get married you know it's like that's that's fire you know just like just like, just like that movie nwa how they started yeah just so one, one little kicks off so from there all of a sudden lyrics kept on coming onto my brain in english and then here i am in english i'm trying to convert it into my language <laughs> words in english are direct words in the if, if thing from english to our language is back to front <laughs> <laughs> now you can see the challenge that i was facing so i'll drop three lines and then i'm like pause <laughs> hold on <laughs> Wait I'm, to rewire. <laughs> Click record. <laughs> Another line. And then I'm like, pause. <laughs> Click record. <laughs> I feel sorry for that homeboy. I think his, his fingers ended up having six packs through it. <laughs> How many hours did you guys stay there? Ah, actually, we took 24 hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. To that extent where even towards the end of the song, I'm like, I don't even know what else to add. <laughs> He's like, I think we're done then. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then that boy's like, have you realized that the Hennessy border is empty? And then I'm like, no wonder. <laughs> so so from there he's like you know what actually let's actually see let's listen to it and then he's like sing sing with the just keep practicing sing it through at least we gotta get uh two nice good straight thingy uh hooks all through it non-stop mm -hmm. hey non-stop he said <laughs> i was running out of i was running out of air <laughs> So here we are. I'm like in my language. I'm trying to even breathe at the same time, but I still gotta keep it steady. Yeah. So after doing the first take, it was good. Second take, it became better. Third take, it was great. Fifth, sixth, man, we were just jamming to it. <laughs> So yeah, so from there, all of a sudden, uh, yeah, all of a sudden is like, I think we're good, we're done. This is nice. This oh, is nice. Wow. So and then we ended up listening to that song, twenty four hours more as well on top of that. <laughs> wow! I know, right? So for the eight hours, that song was fully done, all the backups and all that stuff. But yeah, that song, that song was one of the reasons why i actually started even loving music more because before that i released the thingy just about midnight mm -hmm. it was in english <clears throat> i don't know if you've seen that one but yeah yeah and then when i when i dropped the cultural song the kakwa you know yeah. from there the thingy uh that friend of mine was like are you just gonna release a single or you're gonna release an album and if it's a single okay but if it's an album, what are you going to call it? And then I'm like, eh, 
started, you know, it had me thinking. All the tri all the Africans in pretty much the, this whole entire planet, each and every single all of them has their own tribe, their own tribal music. Damn. Sorry, that motorbike, ee, that person doesn't want to live anymore. <laughs> they want to be an organ donor, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, all my organs are okay, so he can't really give much to me. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so from there I'm like, you know what? Actually, yeah, I felt for me, I'm like, a lot of people don't even know where I'm from, you know. Most people thought that I was Nigerian, most people thought that I was West African, South African, even Zimbabwe, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. So yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm actually gonna create an album. You know, I'm gonna call it "The Taste of Kakwa." So, yeah. by that it means that "The Taste of Kakwa" means have a taste of my tribe, get to hear music from our side. You know, and then from there, all of a sudden, one thing I found myself on YouTube searching up Kakwa music. I could not find a single one except for gospel music. Me too. <laughs> Man, I swear, our people love God too much. They love God too much that we even forgot about it. You know? <laughs> they got to take it to Jesus, you know, straight oh. out. <laughs> even Jesus knows more than uh, we do. <laughs> So from there, all of a sudden, yeah, uh, yeah, he, he, so instead of me releasing that song straight away, I'm like, I held I held on to it. I'm like, okay, so if I'm going to get back into the music scene all over again, how am I going to come in? Like, you know, it had me thinking, I'm like, I just can't release a nice good audio like that and then just leave it like that. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll release the audio six months, six months in a prior before I shoot the music video. Let people just say, you know, listen to it just for a bit. Mm. So from there, all of a sudden, yeah, people were listening to it. And then I hit up my director. I sent him the song. He's like, hey, this is the song that I've been waiting for. Hi. <laughs> I swear to God, he was wait he's been waiting for so long that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for sharing some of your the music um what's it called your journey and things like that and also like just kind of giving us a background a story for Inangaro. it's 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 a lovely story um a lot of times you guys do take your personal experience and emotion and then kind of turn it into lyrics and and produce a hit record and um, that's what i always say like as an artist you would make money out of your pain because you guys know how to flip it and make a good thing out of it so yeah. <laughs> I love seeing that story just kind of, you know, making like a making a hit out of a painful experience. It's kind of also therapeutic for you because you're able to kind of like finally understand the reasons and things like that. So and, yeah. and get to also share it with the world so people can actually connect with it. Um, the other thing I wanted to know, obviously, your music video, I compared to where you were and then the, the the one recently you have lunch it's very amazing there's a lot of like quality to it which 
kind of also the reason why I, I actually invited you to this meeting is just because of the quality and the concept of it, it was something different and refreshing. Um, so congratulations on some of these masterpieces, and I know you're coming with a new one. So can you give us a little sneak peek of what we can hope with the, your new record? Oh, all right. Then, well, the last two songs were pretty much the the Inangiro was in fully my language, Kakwa. Yeah. Well, I think you. I think you're even familiar with it. You're part of it too, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> part of the culture. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then uh the thing that's uh well that's the latest one at the moment. Mm -hmm. So because people complain, they're like, Oh, the song is good, but what are you saying? We don't understand the language. And then therefore I'm like in my head, okay, uh okay, when Diamond is singing Swahili, uh, did you ask him for the lyrics? Did you ask him for the meaning? <laughs> 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 but he's famous he's out there well <laughs> am i not famous am i not out there? <laughs> so but and then for uh, for the, therefore for a junior i had to write it half in my language and half in english so i kept a 50 50. yeah you know and then therefore thing yeah when we were shooting it i mean before we started shooting the music video mm -hmm. people uh because you know you know, most most Africans they just trapped into. Oh, you're singing about this girl, so all of a sudden, you this is the concept that it has to be about it. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like it's like if I'm singing about you, mm -hmm. I gotta be singing about you. Uh, how we're living our life like every single day, you know. But in there for for that for thinking for a junior, I'm like no no no. Actually, you know what? I wanted something different. I want a storyline. Like I uh, yeah, actually wanted to change that whole entire African formality way. When the, when you're sitting underneath a tree, oh, I shoot my music video, and then therefore, you, oh yeah, I'm at the pub, shoot my music video. <laughs> oh yeah, we're watching TV. Take this shot quick. <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to. Oh, we're at the beach. Oh yeah, take this. We're about, we're about to be romantic. <laughs> I wanted to take that formality away. <laughs> I just wanted to bring, you know, so, Bunny and Clyde, you know? Uh -huh. You have a storyline that you're actually trying to tell with the music right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So therefore, I'm like, you know what? Actually, I want the girl to be bad and then I am good. I am assisting her on her being her. What she's normally good at is good at being bad. <laughs> you know, if she's about to do something and then I ask her, what tool or what weapon would you like? <laughs> <laughs> so you're like a ride or die. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Damn, you actually caught up with her pretty quick. Because <laughs> a lot of people would watch it, they're like, no, but it doesn't suit the song. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't suit the song because you guys i just broke the other uh, the other rhythm out of you guys and uh, and now this one does not seem normal you know what i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> and then from there it's like they gotta watch it 10 times before they can grow into it you know right. so and then the new one new one because 
I was writing love songs. Can you believe that? I don't even know. I don't even know how I found myself writing love songs. Hey. <laughs> you got a taste of it, so that's why now you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just of your empty chest. <laughs> they said experience is your best teacher, so. <clears throat> true, true, true. I can't disagree with you. <laughs> so, yeah, so the latest one that I'm about to drop mm -hmm. is called More Liquor. And this song pretty much, uh, it, it, well, it describes me. I'm not liquor, but <laughs> anyways, the, the character that I play in this song is how people normally every day see me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm seen as a bad boy, as a player. Hey! Apparently, these eyes. <laughs> Wondering. <laughs> I have problem. I can't even say the word anymore because they use so many words on me to that extent where it's like, yeah. Anyways, the song itself it just describes uh, mm -hmm. how people look at me, my personality. You know, all of a sudden it's like I can't have anything good for myself. You know, without somebody spoiling it for me. So it's so like, it's like um, they portray hmm. you in a different character than who you are, right? Yeah, than who I am. There you go. Mm -hmm. So. So, like, for example, if I, there's, there's been a, there's been a, a thingy, a moment that I, I actually, throughout high school, I never drank until I finished high school. Yeah. And then when I started drinking, I'll drink once in three months. Yeah. But and then every time when that time comes for me drinking, people are always thinking that I've been always drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you go beyond your limit? No, not that I go beyond my limit. I'm always caught in the act. <laughs> the times that I'm not drinking, nobody's there to to watch me doing what I'm doing. And then when I when I actually stop doing what I'm doing, I just want to have a drink. It's like all eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, not only that, and then every time. When I'm in a relationship, mm -hmm. when I'm in a relationship, everybody's kind of, yeah, they're like, oh my God, your girl is beautiful, this and that and whatnot. And then soon as when I'm just, when I'm just actually chilling out with a few friends and whatnot, they're like, oh, so you're here cheating, huh? Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you do know that we're just, we're just friends, yeah? <laughs> No, 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 no. African mentality. No, no, no. A girl and a guy cannot be friends. Mm-mm. Well, I eat. Oh, fine. <laughs> We're not friends. You think what you want to think, you know? So from there, it just made me actually, from all the assumptions, made me write a song that actually basically describes me in their point of view, you know? So this song is not in Kakwa. This song is in English. You you basically about to give a heat for them. <laughs> oh, oh, it's gonna be a shockwave. <laughs> because in that song, I get to play the character that 
they're always they're they're always trying to prove out there to someone else that oh yeah wait, wait, look at him look at him and then as soon as when somebody looks now i'm i'm innocent but now as soon as when they say look at him i told you so i'm gonna be that person that they're like oh yeah he is oh my this whole time i have been blind <laughs> <laughs> I love how you like you know you you like finally able to be like okay you know what you guys need that bad boy look you guys need all of these I'm gonna make a character out of it and produce a song to just basically uh-huh. explain and even I don't know maybe you exaggerating that character itself. <laughs> so it no, be- I'm not exaggerating. I'm just gonna give them that character, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. So take take us back to. You, I know you said when initially that uh, when you first started your music journey, it's like you created your own instrument and your dad uh, encouraged you to sing. Um, and then you also got influenced by uh, Tupac and by his lyric style and things like that. But is with your current music that you're doing, is there any uh, international artists or artists that within Australia that you're currently collaborating with that we can hope to see in one of your record? yeah uh well there's uh the same guy who actually recorded that nangiro song nangiro song mm-hmm. him and i were definitely we're definitely gonna be in that uh song together this guy and i <laughs> we were the biggest names i think in australia so far mm-hmm. we were the biggest names like oh he's like this he's like that he's this and that and this and that all of a sudden we came in we came in uh, what how do you say that we finally meet ourselves in our own presence of peace you know all of a sudden we're in peace with ourselves we were like you know what actually we might as well just be what everybody else expected because there's no point we're trying we're trying to be we're trying to be ourselves out here people pushing us to being a different character that it does not you know match mm. our appearances but and then therefore if we're doing what matches their point of view all of a sudden it keeps them quiet <laughs> so when i think when i rolled up to this uh, th- to this uh, friend of mine this thing yeah well musician mm-hmm. after i think you're recording that song i'm like you know what i actually wanna i actually wanna record a song called more liquor is that okay like what's your concept and then i'm like this song is all about liquor bringing relationship into place consent relationships <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, so who am I to play? Like, what character am I playing? And then I'm like, you're gonna be the evil, innocent victim, and I'm just gonna be Lucifer in a song. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like one of the church choirs in a thing in the vocals, like on a hook, and yeah. then therefore I just come through raw with everything, just straight putting it into place putting it into place so e prince well he i think he changed his name from e prince to daddy prince i think M- a musician nowadays you can't keep up with their names uh. 
<laughs> you can't. I'm loving this interview. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, I've got all my friends are musicians. Yeah. Every single day, I call him, and then I'm like, do you still have the same name? <laughs> so you, Just so to update myself. Hey, they so change guys, names like... Hmm? You guys change names like credit cards? <laughs> I think credit card is a little bit too slow. It takes too long to actually, you know. They, they change names like... Uh, they change underwear or socks. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. <laughs> so with, uh. <laughs> with all these music and the ones you guys are coming up, obviously, um, you you also sing in your own language, which means you live in Australia, but you dedicate a lot of your song to people in East Africa. So how are you currently marketing that music to make sure that it's reaching those individuals and they'd be able to also kind of resonate with it? Uh. That takes me back to the Taste of Kakwa album. Mm. All right, now, this is the real journey that I'm currently, right now, facing. You know? The current, like, the... <laughs> that question is so nice that I, it actually just gave me all the shimmers through my whole entire veins, <laughs> you know? Right now, like... I think I think I think us musicians in the Western world, the upcoming ones have been barred from our songs getting played at the radio stations back home. Mm-hmm. You know, I got in touch with uh, a radio radio presenter, Advance. They're like, "Oh, uh, I told him, yo, I'm a musician. Can you?" Can you please play my record on your thingy, uh, on your radio station, you know? He's like, yeah, send me everything. I send him everything. And then from there, he's like, oh, he's going to have to go talk to, you know, I don't know, the managers or the bosses or something. And then from there, he told me that, oh, there's a fee that you have to pay. And then I'm like, oh, how much is the fee, you know? Because I already spent enough money to make the song. Just mm-hmm. tell me the fee, let me pay. So from there, I'm like, yeah, how much was the fee? This guy went MIA. Ah, fine. From there, when I dropped the, se- the second song, I'm like, oh, hey, are you able to play? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I have to get you into the list. And then from there, as soon as when uh, thingy, uh, when, he, when he said the list, I'm like, all right. And then he's like, oh, there's a fee. And then I'm like, I remember you told me this. <clears throat> so how much is the fee? And how do I pay? You know? From there, this guy went MIA. And then from there, I think yeah, one of our another few musicians here as well, you know, they try to get played on, uh, on the radio. Therefore, all of a sudden, another artist back home... <laughs> went and pay the radio station not to play their tune. <laughs> what? This is something that is happening right now and ongoing. So, somebody will pay for your things not to get played. There, there you go. Somebody will be like, you know what? Don't play this stuff. We'll pay you, don't play this stuff. It's like as if they want to promote their local artists to that extent, 
where it's only there, you know, just locally for them. But then at the same time, all right, if you guys are going to do that, <laughs> where's our fair go? Like, for, for, like, for example, for me, as you can see on my quality, you even mentioned it, you know? I'm like, you know what? Fine. Uh, if they're not going to play my stuff on radio station and whatnot, it's okay. Let me just go all out, quality, everything right there. And then from there, try, uh, right now I'm trying to even find myself a promoter, you know? So with, with the, I know you're, you're, um, you're already on um, YouTube Vivo, which is basically like one of the biggest platform you can be as an artist, being yeah. on YouTube. And then um, how are you utilizing social media to help you leverage and promote your brand? Because social media is big sometimes you don't even need to be played in a radio you can still grow in social media to have more audience to capture for your demand yeah well you're right about that but and then all of a sudden we've been always on social media to that extent you know what i mean now for me i'll use social media to that to that extent where mm -hmm. not long ago just few more a few promoters who came across my content they're like whoa whoa like why are you not playing on our radio stations or anything and then i'm like do you know how hard do you know how hard i've been trying to get that to get play <laughs> you know yeah. only just two of them two of them were like you know what just send me send me just send me a little bit of dollars for me to get data and whatnot i'll push you through you know i'm like all right you know what actually let me do it mm -hmm. i thought that these girls were just gonna you know rip me off and whatnot all of a sudden boom found myself playing on few tv stations mm -hmm. only tv stations at the moment now radio station is next you know but i don't i don't like what you know i don't like the behaviors that some other some other artists back there will be doing they will, it's like it's like as if they feel like the competition is on but it's not about that you know it's not about that like for me i got into writing music because it's the only place that i can be in peace i can relate to you i can relate to your friend i can relate to your mom i can relate to your daddy's story everybody else's story as an artist Mm -hmm. that's how a country or a nation is built you know everybody plays their own part that's for sure that's for sure and i do oh, yeah. see like you know there is more potential for the music to also be like played um i know right now a lot of artists that have recorded the track like way back in the days but because during the covid um people are now finally able to utilize those audio track like creating like TikTok challenges social media challenges and i see those kind of concepts they actually blow some artists uh record and they end up even capturing a huge amount of followers because of that TikTok comes and so this is something maybe you can also add it to your um to your thing i only just i only just knew how to use TikTok like three days ago <laughs> You know, the young generations like i actually thank COVID because it gave me and it gave me the power the power to actually mm -hmm. move my content around yeah you know when COVID was on because 
I knew that nobody's not going to be doing anything. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so I kept on blowing up Facebook. I kept on putting my content over and over again. And since I was so bored, I inboxed everybody singly. <laughs> Here I am, I'll be sitting on a, you know, on a, on a toilet seat for a minute. I'm like, click, 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 click. Wait, have I sent it to you? And then uh, one person wanted to reply, I've seen this music video 10 times already. I'm like, bro, just enjoy your COVID. Watch it again. <laughs> oh my God. You're, you're like a mastermind for that. <laughs> and then TikTok. TikTok, I'll, I'll, TikTok, you know, sometimes because I've got too many crazy ideas in my head to yeah. that extent where where music i can't even put it into music anymore because it's still too much you know <laughs> so as soon as when i was i got a thingy i was watching a video on facebook but it was recorded from tiktok you mm -hmm. know this guy was just being so stupid i'm like wow <laughs> wow people in this planet are really bored <laughs> Let me catch up to them too. <laughs> well, yeah, I do have TikTok. I, I did use, utilize TikTok to that extent yeah. where I'm like, oh, you know what? If I, if I, if I upload another one more music thingy, one more video on TikTok, somebody will die of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to uh, bring in your personality in those TikTok video. It, it's it's going to, um... It's gonna be a pure entertainment, but it's also gonna be enjoyable. And so people will love hey. that. Yeah. Hey. Another like I said, you can go follow me on TikTok. <laughs> if you find yourself without having teeth from laughing so hard that they fall off, don't don't sue me. Oh. <laughs> For real. So, uh, I also wanted to ask you, so being an artist, um, what would you say is one of your most mem memorable moments? That's like so far you're like wow I actually did that it's it's used my work. Oh yeah yeah no there was a song that I actually I actually wrote I think ten years ago yeah mm -hmm. and uh, that song when when I wrote that song it's called the song is called even though life is hard and I use uh I think Papa Fighters I think uh instrumental. Mm -hmm. yeah the instrumental is so nice but yeah the instrumental was so nice he was talking about his unborn child and he and thingy uh the woman having to do an abortion but anyways i use that instrumental to actually explain my lifestyle you know so it's like when i wrote the song even though life is harder it's like whatever was happening in my head in my mind because i was i was hitting that stage where a boy growing into a man you know the mentality changes you know it changes mm -hmm. you know just like a woman i mean just like a girl becoming a woman mentality changes you know therefore that song i, I went so deeply into the lyrics that it was so deep that <laughs> it was deep to that extent where it's like as if I was, it, it's like as if 
I was buried alive writing about myself in this planet. Yeah. Amongst billions of people and nobody seemed to never cared of who I was or what I was going through. Mm-hmm. You know? So I wrote that song I wrote that song in those dark dark times where even although you're walking in you know although you're walking in on a red carpet but inside you you're still dark something is still bothering you you know what i mean mm-hmm. so when i wrote that song even though life is hard you know i went and should i should i shot the music video by, by myself you know with these hands i edited by myself as well hey <laughs> <laughs> so therefore one morning thing yeah i uploaded a song the song started going just boom out there you know now it started going so viral that i didn't even know that people would actually want to listen to me you know mm-hmm. and then yet from there i ended up getting an email from someone who was actually who was so close from committing suicide oh wow you know this person's like oh my god zinga i swear to god i was about to commit suicide like as i'm writing this right now to you mm-hmm. this one has touched me in in so many so many understanding of life <laughs> that yeah. extends where I actually couldn't, I, I was actually blinded, you know, you know, it's like, it's like, I, for me, I felt like when they were writing that email, they would, the tears were just dropping, it were just dropping onto the phone screens or onto the buttons, you know, like that was the most memorable, you know, music journey experience that i actually finally ended up taking myself serious like i was just writing about myself i wanted to die by myself so give me the gun i'm a teenager who's messed up my life is on run you know that's one of the lines so when they said that they wanted to commit suicide because nobody understood how they felt Mm -hmm. everybody everybody just wants to come into their life take 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 they don't want to give you know and then me like i said me and blowing up people's social media sit on the toilet seat for two hours <laughs> send, 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 send. wait did i send it to you yeah 19 times <laughs> send, send, send. Yeah. but you didn't know that when you were doing that you were actually going to impact somebody's life that actually yeah. saving somebody's life yeah I- no i literally didn't know from that first person mm-hmm. i'm like wow and then from there all of a sudden emails started running through hey for me back then sometimes i thought that it was just a spam but these are serious people actually writing emails back mm-hmm. you know they're writing emails back they're like wow this song is so beautiful i listened to it before i go to sleep I listen to it on my way to work. I listen to it when I, whenever I can actually, when I have freedom to listen to, I listen to it. 
So therefore, that song was just gonna be my first and the last song, you know. But everybody else just kept on replying, kept on, and then from there, like I, I impacted so many people that, which wherever I go, everybody knows they're like, yeah, Zinger, that's what's up, yo, yo, yo. For me, I'm like, nah, man. yeah, yo, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. But and then when I'm alone by myself, nobody knows how I feel, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I wrote that song, that song changed changed a lot of people's lives, and then from there, all of a sudden, mainly teenagers, teenagers nowadays. If we don't pay attention to them, a lot of a lot of stuff are just happening, you know. So from there, all of a sudden, I started using music as a power tool to just cut through each and every single person's emotions, you know. That's so, yeah. That's so true. Yeah. I actually do believe that music is like a therapy tool. Whether you want to feel good, you want to feel sad, you want to gospel, music is just there to, you know, help you get through a lot of things. And even like whether it's a breakup, or makeup, or whatever it is, there is song. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You sound like a musician yourself. Breakup, makeup. Like I said, I like your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm able to, and, and it's, it's very powerful to, you know, like one single song can actually like save a life. And then you having to, you know, just see the value of your talent and then kind of use it to impact even more people. That's actually such a beautiful thing because um, not, not a lot of musicians are able to get to that kind of magnitude of impacting somebody. So for you to find that very early on, it, it gives you like sense of like, you know, awareness that you know it's your music is powerful so you just continue what you're doing and there's more people more fans out there that would want to hear your voice regardless of whether another radio doesn't want to show you there is people in different platforms that will be able to kind of tune in and mm -hmm. i love the fact that you sent me you sent me one of your stuff and i was like wait this is something different i know i was on the toilet too <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, what? This is this is unique. And so I, I had to have you on here. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna get it. <laughs> you're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to thank you so much for, for coming here today. Uh it was such a love. Oh, are we wrapping it up? No, 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 no. We're not wrapping it up. <laughs> it was lovely gonna you know hearing about your 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 career in the music journey and things like that. Oh, yeah. But I also wanted to know, apart from music, what else do you do? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> next question. <laughs> See ya. No, no, no. Apart from music, uh, the apart from music no, you are I'm, into, I'm into business. Like, yeah, I'm into business. I love business, mm -hmm. you know? I really love business because I think I love business to that extent where that I realized that my whole body is a business. Okay. You know? I I'm getting that vibe. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> my whole body is a business. Like, oh, now I know why they say that your body is a temple. No, but my body is a business. So, 
body, my body is a business. That should be in a t-shirt, you know. <laughs> I reckon <laughs> you'll be the best-selling business. I mean, the t-shirt in the business. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. for any young uh, male, whether it's in um, Australia, Canada, or even anywhere in the world that would love to get into the business, what advice do you have for them? to become like their own bosses and things like that? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Simple as that? Simple as that. Honestly, just do it. Because this is the thing, you know, my, my thing is the, the last boss that was my boss, mm -hmm. he really made me get into business. Like, when you're working for someone, they'll be, they'll be on your neck all the time, on your ears 24-7. And that gets so irritating. You know what I mean? And then to make it even worse about most of them is that they know that you know what you're doing, but and then yet they still want to degrade your values. They want to make you small, simple, small. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the reason why they do that, so you can just become like a slave into their system. You know what I mean? Like, they'll make you feel like every single day of your life, without them, you will not, without them, you'll be homeless. Without them, you will not be able to feed yourself without them. You will not be able to strive without them. You know, it's all about them, 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 them. Mm -hmm. You know, as a young person, some of us cannot take much from people. We just can't take much from people. Mm -hmm. And those people happen to be me. I, I just happen to be that person who's all, Everybody else are in the classroom. I'm, I'm, I'm out there kicking a ball on a window, <laughs> asking someone to come and play with me. I'm bored. <laughs> and everybody like, no, no, no. We gotta listen to the teacher. You know, the teacher knows what's good for us. But and then the teacher at the same time is a boss as well. You know, so mm -hmm. bosses and teachers are there for your lessons. You know. For your lessons to what you want who are you to them mm. or who are you without them so who am i without them i am a walking business they need me much as i need them mm. i can provide services that they need and in order for them in order for me to give them that service they gotta pay me you know, yeah. or anyone who's trying to pursue business or get into their own business, just do it. Most of us, we overthink things. We think that, all right, we got to have multi-million dollar in our account. We got to have this much. Trust me. <laughs> when my boss and I, we had a massive, uh, massive, I don't even know how to say it, massive fight, like, Mm -hmm. A breakup, argument, pretty much arguing. Yeah, but the sudden is like, 
when we actually had that argument, he's like, you know what? If you don't like the way I run my shows, you can. Am I allowed to swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you can rock off. <laughs> and that was a, that was the most smallest thing that I can find. And then I'm like, you know, what? fine. You can rock yourself and your business. <laughs> so this guy, yeah, this guy started telling the other fellas, he's like, watch, he's going to struggle. Less than three days, he'll call me and come back crawling. You know? And then here I am. As soon as when I quit, I walked away. I was in my car. No, I wasn't crying. <laughs> so I'm like, okay so what from here so where do i go <laughs> and then all of a sudden i'm like my whole life i've been learning 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 mm -hmm. now i've got to the stage no not the stage with me with my microphone and then me performing and you guys watching no to this page <laughs> let's just flick over <laughs> yeah <laughs> to this stage i mean to this page to the yeah well actually stage and yeah and was <laughs> <laughs> to this stage like yeah to this page where i'm like okay i gotta start writing my own journey hmm. writing my own future you know i've got blank pages i gotta fill it up hmm. i gotta start writing how my life is gonna turn out you know and to make it even better like the life skills that i've learned from people's skills like talking to someone like you and i the way we even started talking is like it's like as if we knew each other for a long time mm -hmm. but and then it's all about vibing with the people who can actually you know who can actually bring value to your life yeah people who don't bring value to your life they're gonna they will always stick by you like a leech. They want to suck everything out of you before they can move on to the next body. Choose, you know, suck all the blood out of them. But so yeah, so from there, all of a sudden, here I am. Ever since then, I've been making enough money to that extent where I can choose when to work, when not to work, how to work, how not to work how to tell someone do this do that do this do that it's a lot more easier than actually you feeling like every single morning you gotta roll out of bed because you have to can i ask you a question though so because you had a bad boss and now that you are your own business owner obviously you're hiring people to work for you how is your leadership different than what you had with your boss with the employee uh with this one, uh, how was it different? Is because uh, all of a sudden, because for me, uh, just when I was in that, when I when I was working with him, I'm like consistently. It's like what I'm doing, I'm already doing, but I'm reminded to be doing it. <laughs> you know. I already know what I'm. Uh, I already know what I gotta do. How I'm gonna do it is up to me. But and then therefore, they, but and then therefore, you're given time. Mm 
you know? So all of the sudden, since I already hired, huh? You don't like micromanage like people on your face all the time, like yeah, like a hog. Mm. So therefore, I'm like, you know what? In order for me to actually lead my business to my fullest expectation or extent that I'll be a, a good leader one day. I'm not saying that I'm a good leader right now, but one day. As soon as when we rock up to the job site, I'm like, all right, you do all of this. In the, you, yeah, you do whatever it is that you can today to that extent where when you don't have anything else, you can come and uh, assist me with this and that and what whatnot, mm-hmm. you know? So from there, like, like from there, all of a sudden, I gave him that freedom that if they want the job, they got to get it done. If they don't want the job, it's up to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So from there, it's like, it's like they feel like all of a sudden, oh my God, I've got this freedom. I can actually either be on my phone or get all of this stuff done first. And then whatever freedom that I've got, that's on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to that extent where I think uh, I hired uh, I hired few people, only few, only few started managing my business better than me. Because they're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to have to, it's like, it's like they understood that I don't like getting told what to do, but I want to do everything as quick, uh, as quick as I can or soon as I can. And then from there, I would want to just learn the next step. Like, Mm -hmm. what can I do? Can I jump on a line with you? Like, what else? Like, there's nothing else. I'm bored. You know what I mean? I mean, as soon as when uh, thing, a few of them picked the, pick that uh, skill up, all of a sudden, here we are, we're even laughing. Sometimes we get to the job site, we stand, uh, we stand around for 10 minutes, having a laugh. After that, all right, clap your hands. Boys, we got to get to work, you know? <laughs> I love that. I love how you're able to create a work culture that is people enjoy it and, and kind yeah. of like- Look at, learning from your own experience be like okay you know what you don't want people to feel the same way you felt so you're giving them like a positive work experience um so with with everything that you mentioned regarding your business and your music where can people find you online and kind of support you or even purchase your music well anyways online but anyways yeah. uh Online, well, I've got my music page, Zinger J. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, which you forgot to always tag me on. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. So, and then my music is definitely on just uh, YouTube. And the business that I do is just construction. So that's not even online. 
<laughs> no worries so zinga i wanted to say thank you so much for coming in here i know you're a busy boss with all the music the business that you're basically running it was a pleasure getting to know you and getting to uh, you know getting a lot of wisdom from you i feel like uh, a lot of young artists or even young people that are watching you they be, they'll be able to resonate with your story and then kind of like you know uh, build their own backbone um it was a pleasure meeting you and for those who wanted to get oh. in yeah. Uh-huh. Make sure you Sorry, check out the short. <laughs> uh, you can Sorry, go ahead. Short. Yeah. Sorry to cut you short, but this is one thing. For upcoming artists, musicians and whatnot. Honestly, the best thing that the best thing I'll tell you guys is that don't worry about the support right now. Don't worry about the support. Mm because if you're not consistent nobody's gonna support you so don't be trying to force no support from anybody you just be consistent you push yourself to that extent and if music really actually does matter a lot to you music is like an identity you know so it depends on your quality of your identity if you actually just wanna just be famous and just get the popularity then you pay you know you pay you pay <laughs> you pay cheap penny for your for your identity because that's what you want but and then if you are if you actually want to be a musician that is respected you gotta spend for the quality you know spend the spend enough for the quality and be consistent don't be asking where is the support support ain't gonna be there you know most people most musicians that get it wrong they're like oh they don't support me there's not enough support in my you know in my culture there's no support in my people no the support will come after you know people want to support something that is consistent nobody wants to support something that oh they feel like yeah you know what? His last music video was uh, bad. <laughs> the other one was even worse. The other one was even worse. You see, like, people are not going to be supporting that. Yeah. But I, if you want to be respected. Yeah, sorry, my bad. If you want to be respected. I like, I like all this advice. It's, it's, it's very valuable to, you know, stay consistency and not focus so much on, like, the hype. That's also, yeah, yeah I no, like. No, no, no. Because this is the funny thing, like even me, yeah. Here I am, I'm like, I wonder how I wonder who watched my music video. And then as soon as when I go out there, they're like, yo, bro, I like that song. That song was good. Is this really you? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. This ain't you, man. This ain't you. And then therefore, those are the people that who never liked it or never shared or showed any support to any of my contents yeah have you ever seen the post that says when i post a picture only like 10 people like it but when i post a story three thousand people watch it so people are watching even though they don't like your stuff they're watching I, they've been watching they've been watching they trust me they've been watching like <laughs> honestly all i can just say consistency quality of your own identity you can make it far 
Yeah. Like, uh, surprisingly, I was actually watching Diamond like before I got into the interview. <laughs> hey, his when he first started, I'm like, hi, Jesus. <laughs> Yo, we all start as a student and we become a master. So, <laughs> man, there you go. Like, it's just the consistency, just like what you're doing right now. Damn, girl, you're doing you're doing big. If I told you where I start, you will even laugh. My first website looks so ghetto. <laughs> that it even got away. It had to. It had to go vanish. Like I had to. I had to delete. <laughs> yeah, it was that ghetto that it even got away. <laughs> <laughs> but but I like how you mentioned consistency because Nisi Lexi blog has been here since two thousand seventeen. And it to a point where I had to go back to school to learn marketing because I was like, if nobody's gonna teach me, we got something in common. I even had to go back to school. Music. Because yeah. I'm like, I need to make sure this works. I gotta go learn it the, the 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 proper way, the proper structure. I'm like, this is not um a jello fry type of business. So <laughs> <laughs> and after going back and doing the marketing that's why when i came back with the knowledge and everything now looks more the content quality just went really good and even late 2020 2020 2021 that's when my views start picking up like crazy and now even increasing because people now finally catching up to it but i've been here for almost 10 years people i'll just be honest with you yeah i'll be honest with you Low key, I am like your biggest little fan happening. Like, <laughs> how do you call yourself, Miss? Is that Nissy or Missy Lexi? Lexi, yeah, all right, Lexi, that's a nice name. Hey, here I am, you know, with a little flag. Yeah, go woo. interview him, interview him, interview them. <laughs> <laughs> we got this, we got this before you know. Uh i i have a lot of uh faith that this platform is going to be huge so i'm just going to continue on um working on it and if anybody can watch this video today and learn from both of us you know we each have to put in the work and stay consistent and the quality to make it happen it's not an overnight job and zynga been doing it for almost 10 years plus because i seen your videos from early days i did went on youtube and i kind of like scoop around oh so, ooh, yeah. that's a friend, yeah. <laughs> <Loki> supporter. <laughs> i did I, I did saw the video you were doing it in high school back with like king ali oh yeah that's the one <laughs> yes <laughs> and compared to like inangero now so yeah and then oh i don't know if you've even seen it but yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so definitely time, consistency, and work does definitely um, resonate with like how you're gonna come up here. And my mentor always says, if you don't put effort on yourself, people won't put effort on you. So that's one thing. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say now. <laughs> so I think it's time for them to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take hallelujah. <laughs> yeah i really 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 enjoyed this um um conversation that we have today and i feel like there's a lot of negative knowledge negative knowledge that people can learn from it as well as all these young artists who are trying to come in the game 
they can hear it from somebody who's done it for so many years and be like, hey, you know what, if he can do it, if he can put the work, then I can make it happen. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much for being here today. I know you have to go to your family. Uh, I won't do you anymore. <laughs> but it's... Uh, I got friends in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you being here today. Thank you. No, all good. Nothing. <laughs>